So today we actually have a really cool topic we want to talk to you guys about. We actually just finished getting um, or having a similar talk in our private Facebook group, our hashtag Team FF Facebook group. We were actually talking about time. But for this specific podcast, we are going to talk about are you a priority? Are you and are you investing enough time in yourself? So it's a little bit more of a uh, direct, a little bit more honed in version of what we were talking about um, in our private Facebook group. Just another side of it, uh, more directed towards you. What are some of your initial thoughts um, when we talk about are you a priority? Are you investing enough time in yourself? Uh, what are you, what are some of your initial thoughts, Renata? Yeah, I think this is such a great topic because I do feel like a lot of people, especially the women that I know that are mothers, they often don't make time for themselves. And while this may at first seem like really selfless and they give to the others and they give to their families and they give to, you know, the communities, what really ends up being the case is that they give so much that their cup is empty. They give so much that they can't actually give any more in a quality way and they end up feeling unfulfilled. And I speak from personal experience about it because I do feel like um, up until maybe like three or four years ago, I felt like I was giving constantly to other people that I actually lost um, that sense of fulfillment. And I kind of lost the feeling of who I really was because it's so easy to just continue to say yes to the demands and the requests of other people. But that does mean that you forget to focus on yourself. And when you don't do that, it has a negative impact on everything and everyone around you. So I feel like this is gonna be such a great topic to dive into because more often than not, the women that I see around me, especially when they're feeling overwhelmed and down about where they are in their lives or, you know, where they may be in their career or where their relationships are, it's because they haven't prioritized themselves enough to realize that you are also just as important as everything else that you've placed priority on. Mm. So why do you think that is? I mean, we'll, we'll just jump right into it. I, I love like all the topics you're hitting on, but why do you think that is that, that we'll, we'll just kind of stick on the topic of women. Why do you think women don't find that time to prioritize themselves? Mm -hmm. I think, and I, I think what's really interesting is that oftentimes we're, we as women are brought up to help others. Like we're always told, you know, uh, help so-and-so with something or be a good girl and help such and such do this. And what, while that is like a nice thing to be, uh, like to have a servant's heart and to try to help others, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it actually reframes how you think that you only get value if you're helping other people. So what's really interesting is that when you do that, it actually makes you a people pleaser. So you continue to do all these things for other people because you want to get that recognition. You want to get that value outwardly from other people, from a third source, from a third person because you actually are forgetting that you can value yourself, that you can actually speak into your own life and realize, hey, you know what? I'm pretty darn great at all these things that I'm doing. I don't actually need other people to tell me what to do in order for them to appreciate me. 
So I think it's so interesting because we often forget that the person's opinion that matters the most is our own and not other people's. So while I do agree and I do always try to help others, I do also know that my sense of self-worth needs to be coming from myself. Mm. That's so powerful. Um, one thing you said earlier was the, uh, the sense of uh, self-worth, right? And I'm curious, does that change when you're a single woman versus a married woman and you have kids? Is that your, does your, you know what I mean? Like, does your sense of giving and, you know, from what you were saying earlier, it sounds like, you know, kind of brought up to help and, you know, be giving and be loving to other people and give, give, give. Now, does that get intensified or kind of remains the same as you transition from being just, you know, a woman to a mother? Yeah, it totally increases, I would say. Like in my own experience, I would definitely be the person to, you know, help out and go above and beyond at work. So, you know, if anyone asked me to do anything, I would be the first one to try to do it. Mm -hmm. But when you become a mother, and obviously this is just from my own experience of it, when you become a mother, it's a whole new ball game. It breaks you open in such a way that you, first of all, could never realize that you could like care and love for someone so much, but also realize that you've never given so much to someone else as you would when you have an infant. And so it's so easy in that time. And I think this is often the trap that women fall into. It's so easy in that time to like literally physically give to your child all day and night. And you keep doing that and you're exhausted because the baby doesn't sleep as much as you would like more than often or more than likely. And you're trying to figure out how to look after another human being and you're just giving yourself so much, like giving so much of yourself to this infant that it's easy to then forget that you also need time. And what's crazy is that we often look at um, new mothers and I think society often judges them when they go back to work. Like, oh, well, she's neglecting her children because she's going back to work. Mm. And it, it really messes with your head. To, like all these things that society has and the way that we judge other people really messes with women because it makes them think that if they're not at home being a staying-at-home mother, then that means they're not a good mother. But really, and what I think is, is the case a lot with women that I know is that going back to work is, is, can also be a way for them to give back to themselves because it gives them that sense of fulfillment again. Like you don't just have to be a mother to feel fulfilled. And if you are a mother and that is how you get your fulfillment, that is amazing. I just also know that there are other women that when they work, that is also giving back to themselves. That's also making them feel fulfilled again too. That is such an interesting, like, idea of you know like hey you got to go back to work and then it's one of those things where no matter what you do people always have something to say you know you're whether you're staying home with your kids it's like oh wow you you know your priority is supposed to be here at work like you're like you don't care about your job you don't care about you know making money and providing blah 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 and all of a sudden if you go back to work oh now you don't care about your kids and it's so it's that's that's a really uh, interesting topic and like how long did it take for you to realize that uh, I'm guessing um, you probably went some through something similar 
you know, it sounds like that that's something you uh, personally went through. Like when you went back to work and maybe you're thinking about your kids at home and vice versa. Like, how do you, how do you deal with like someone who's listening right now and is going through that same thing? They're, they just gave birth and they got to go back to work or whatever um, in the next week or maybe the next few days. What would be your number one tip for them moving forward? I think that my number one tip would be to try to be in the moment wherever you are. It's really hard to do that, um, but we can always try. And the reason why I say that is because just like you mentioned, when you're at work, you're thinking about your kid or your kids. And when you're at home, you're thinking about work. And if you live your life like that, you will always feel like you're missing out. But the trick to overcoming that is making sure you are fully present in the moment that you're currently in. So when you're at home playing with the kids, be playing with the kids. Like, don't worry about work. There's literally always gonna be work to do. So don't worry about that. Be fully present there. And if you're at work, give 100% to work. Like, you know, show them that you're showing up. I mean, it is really hard for women, just as like a side note. It is really hard for women to go back to work after maternity leave if your company is is good enough to have a maternity leave, it's really hard to go back to work when you have an infant, uh, especially if you're nursing them because you're gonna have to be taking regular breaks to you know, pump and all that stuff as well as like finding somewhere where you're gonna store it. You know, keeping it cold all day and then trying to get it back home, cleaning all the pump pots, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it is gonna be a period of transition and it's, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be long hours whether you're at home or whether you're at work. And so, as as much as you can try to just like enjoy the moment that you have in front of you, I feel that that's going to help with not only feeling not pulled in so many different directions, but also enjoying where you are at in your life as much as possible. Hmm. That's a great answer. Going back to making yourself a priority. Well, how do I know which hat I'm supposed to feed? How do I feed each one? Hmm. I think if you're talking about how to, how to, how do you make yourself a priority again when you've been in the situations where you haven't, I think the first thing to do, and like you spoke about with people wearing different hats and different you know, aspects of their life, I think you have to go back to you without any of the hats. And so, you know, whether one hat is a parent or one hat is a career person or one hat is, you know, giving like volunteering at the community center, you know, whatever it may be. I think that you need to go back and seriously reflect on who you are without any hats, without any masks, without anything to like artificially pump you up. It's just like, who are you in this moment? And then you have to look at what gives you a sense of joy? What makes you light up? What makes you fill up with, with happiness? What makes you look forward to doing it again? And that's how you would start to develop a self-care routine. I feel like I've seen women where their kids go off to college, for instance, and they have nothing else at home potentially like maybe they have you know the the spouse and you have like the dog or whatever but after their kid leaves they have this empty feeling because they've only ever given to their child's life 
with the hat on of being a mother. But when that's gone, they feel empty. And I can only imagine what that feeling must be like. But I also think that if, if it's possible to develop a sense of who you are without having that hat and realizing the things that fill your soul up and doing those things at a regular interval while the kids are still young and as they continue to grow, that helps to, to continue to bring your identity with you through the years so that you don't get to the point where when your child goes off to college, um, that you don't know who you are anymore. I'm sure a lot of parents uh, listening to this right now, they're like, yeah, I got to think about that. Yeah. Or maybe they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, either they're, they've been through it or they're going to go through it or they're going through it right now. I'm sure that statement that you just made right there is resonating with a lot of people. What type of routines or daily habits do you have or have you placed in your lifestyle and your schedule that help you prioritize your time for yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I do pretty much it's been every Sunday is I go for a walk by myself. So normally, um, like during the week, I have the boys at home and we'll go for walks together to the park and, you know, we'll have the dog and then we'll pick up our other kid, Olivia, from school. And, you know, it's, it's a lot that revolves around the kids when, it, when we're walking or having any kind of physical activity outside. But what I've really been relishing in lately is having like a quiet walk to myself on a Sunday afternoon. And what's been really great is that you know, I can feel confident asking my husband to watch the kids for that hour while I'm going for a walk. Because obviously we can't, we can't necessarily do self care by, you know, in a, in a vacuum, like you have to realize that you have to ask people to help. And I truly believe that if people understand that you, you need that time away in order to like fill your cup back up, then they will be more than willing to help. So don't, don't let asking for help stop you. Um, I would definitely recommend for people to, to ask for help and to explain why it is that they want to do something. Um, but I'm lucky enough to have my husband that, you know, wants to spend that one-on-one -on -one time with the kids as well as it allows me the, the time to be able to go for a quiet walk by myself. And then, you know, just being out in nature and walking, um, helps me to just like reflect and think about things that have been going on. In addition to that, I also really enjoy listening to podcasts especially ones that like challenge how I'm thinking and feeling and, you know, reminding me to be grateful and thankful for the things that I have around me. And so sometimes on those walks, it's just really nice to listen to that, you know, just reset everything in my mind and come back with a refreshed view of everything that um, that's going on in life right now. Yeah. So are you, are you listening to the podcast on your walks or are they mostly just just silence or what do you usually try to do for that? So sometimes I do listen to podcasts. Um, I'm pretty selective about which ones I listen to during that time. Um, so I'm, I'm not necessarily going to be listening to one that's going to like rile me up or like be very like controversial. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm either listening to that. Sometimes I do just turn it off and just like listen to the sounds of like the wind running through the trees and through the leaves. Um, just because I feel like sometimes while the podcasts are great, it is also really refreshing to just like listen to the world around us. Um, it's also like really interesting because 
it, some would liken it to like a meditation in a way, like a walking meditation, just to like, you know, to just reset your mind. So I've been really enjoying doing that on Sunday afternoons. That's nice. That sounds so nice. I'm like imagining like, that's kind of what I do for, you know, the 75 hard walks or the outdoor workouts. I'll do it outside. And it's, you know, sometimes I won't have a podcast. Sometimes I won't have an audio book. Sometimes it's just me just in my head. Mm. I just have that alone time. Like I don't want to talk on the phone. I just want to be by myself, kind of empty my cup and, and let, let myself process everything and soak everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Because so often we're moving so fast, like being a mother or being a business owner, and you have all these different hats to wear that you're just kind of like switching around so quickly that you don't give yourself enough time. You don't give yourself that that quality time that you deserve to make sure your axe is still sharp, to make sure that you are still aligned with the goals and the dreams that you want to create in life. And that's something that is very important and very underutilized by a lot of people because everyone's so caught up in the day to day to day to day. You know, we live on our phones, we live on our calendars and we're just kind of like following what it says. Sometimes we don't put in enough. We don't prioritize it enough to put in some, to block out some time for us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like just us, not us in a podcast, us in a book. It's just us. Yeah. I love that tip too. So for like, for anyone that's struggling to make themselves a priority, like literally put it in your calendar and make it a non-negotiable. Like if you need to, like, this is literally what I do sometimes with my husband. When we have things going on that maybe I might be the only one going to it. I, I see, see him on the meeting invitation. So he knows that it's coming up, but I think it's important because you have to keep those lines of communication open. So people know that you know, this is my time for, for whatever activity it may be. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to point out too, like we're talking about walking, which is great. There are so many different ways that people do self-care, that people prioritize themselves. So it might be walking, which is awesome. It might be taking a bubble bath. It might be painting. It might be doing a boxing class. It might be, you know, watching a movie that you know no one else is going to want to watch, but you have been dying to see it and like really making an event, making it an event. So like really enjoying being there make it a whole big to do and just really find what it is that lights you up. And that's how you start building that habit of self-care. For our listener that is who may be, you know, we'll say she's a working mother She's got kids at home. She's also a professional who's got, you know, um, I don't know, status in her work. And she is, she's just working hard and she's doing great in her business or her life. And she's also going home and taking care of her kids and being a great mom and a great wife. And at the end of the day, with little left over, she's trying to figure out what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. What would you say to her? I would start with, doing like a five minute gratitude practice. So the reason why I say that, which might sound like maybe counterintuitive because oftentimes people in the gratitude practice put things that are outwardly, like they put like, I'm grateful for spending time with my mom today, or I'm grateful for, you know, um, being able to see my daughter's class, you know, dance class or whatever it may be. Um, instead of, you know, having to be at work and maybe missing out on it. 
Um, but I think what's really cool is if you have five minutes at the end of the night before you go to bed, write down five things that you're grateful for about yourself. So it could be, you know what, I'm really grateful that I spoke up in my meeting today. Or, you know, I'm really grateful for the courage I showed by stepping into the gym again today when I haven't been in two months. I mean, those things are amazing. I think oftentimes self-care doesn't have to be necessarily an activity. It can just be commending yourself on the amazing things that you do every day. And when you read those things, when you write and you read those things that you've done today, I mean, what an amazing boost to your self-confidence. What a way to show yourself that you matter, that you care about yourself, and to also show yourself that your opinion is the most important opinion that you should be looking at. We were talking before the show started, and we were talking about, like, we want to give more tactical, like, tangible advice to people that, you know, more of how-to it's, it's, it's great to talk about these deep things of like, you know, prioritizing yourself and making time for the things that matter. But without the how-to, some people just kind of feel lost. So I think that is a great how-to. And it really, uh, you know, it, it flows into mind as to how you would prioritize yourself is to put it down on your calendar, to literally make time or create time or find time. I like to say find because you don't really create time, right? Like you just find time. So making that such a priority that you that's one of the early ones you put into your calendar. So, you know, like at this time at 12 PM today, I'm going to walk outside or I'm going to, you know, give myself some time to have a bubble bath or, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes to watch a show or something just to let myself decompress. I, I think it all kind of boils back down to like some kind of activity. I always prefer some kind of physical activity, uh, but some kind of activity to kind of plug you out of the world you're in right now to get you out of that little circle of the day-to-day -day stuff that you're doing, whether it's work or business or relationships or whatever. It just kind of gives you a, it gives you a perspective of like the outside looking in. Do something out of the norm. Do something different. For me, it's walks. For someone else, it might be you know, I don't know, watch a show or something. Don't get too caught up in it. Cause that, <laughs> then that, that's a, that's a different thing. We'll talk about that next time, but just do something different to give yourself that time and respect to sharpen your ax. I, I can just imagine the listeners, like the, the juice is kind of flowing. Like, am I giving myself enough time? Am I, you know, am I giving too much to this? Am I giving too much to that? And honestly, there is no perfect balance to this. There is no perfect balance, but one of the, one of the, uh, one of my favorite quotes and shout out to my buddy, Ron Reed for this, when uh, him and I were talking about balance, he said one of the most profound things and he's probably, you know, never gonna let me live that down for saying he said one of the most profound things I've ever heard, but he said, balance is not always 50, 50. Hmm. So I was like, Ooh, boy. Where'd you, where'd you get that from? That was good. You could not have come up with that. So <laughs> Ron, that was a great one. And I still, till this day, I always tell myself balance is not always 50, 50. You may have to give a little bit more time to your family. Like if you look at the numbers, if you track the stats, you may have to be giving more time to your work. You may have to do this for your kids or your health or whatever, but 
you have to find the time for yourself. What does that mean? What, what is, what is it going to be when it means for yourself? That's, that's up to you to figure out. That's up to you to figure out. I hope this podcast helped you out. I hope, you know, read, go read a book about it. Go ask other people. I, I personally find more value or not more value, but I find a lot of value asking people like yourself, people who I believe in, people who I want to be like, people who I want surrounding me. I will ask them what they do because it looks like if it's working for you, I want to, I want to try that too. So guys, I hope you got value from this episode. Modern Fitness, hashtag Team Effort is a movement. And we really appreciate you guys helping us spread that movement. Renata, that was a great, great time. And and, um, you have definitely blessed us with some knowledge and wisdom. So thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all. We'll see you guys later. Have a great one. Take care. I'm not going to